AutoZone. AM570. An LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, we continue on. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. I'm glad that we have cleared up the confusion about the Bellator tickets. You know, Kevin thought we were given four tickets to one person. Kevin thought that? Oh, yes. I did? That's right. In reality, we're giving two sets of tickets to two people. And I'm glad I was able to fix that. Because of the you confusion. Yeah, I'm, I'm so you glad you were up. able to set me straight there, Fred. Well, look, you know, I want to do this the proper way, Kevin. That's all I'm saying. I understand. And there was some confusion. Right. And now it's been rectified. So, thanks to me, both Leo in Long Beach and Jeff in Hermosa Beach have won. You that's, get those names right? Yes, they are. It's Leo and Jeff. <laughs> I got that right. They won a pair of tickets to Bellator 286 at the Long Beach Arena on Saturday, October 1st. The card is headlined by Patricio Pitbull taking on Adam Borix. AJ McKee will take on Spike Carlisle. Tickets are available now at Ticketmaster.com and keep listening for your chance to win. Okay. Still to give away. Way to go, Fred. You're doing it. Yes. You're doing it well, Betty. I got this worked out. Now, <laughs> we have a pair of tickets next to give away to see the Chargers take on the Jaguars Sunday at SoFi Stadium. We have another pair of tickets, and we're giving those away soon or within the next two hours, but maybe sooner. I can't commit to anything at this point. I can't commit. Don't, please. Do we want to say what time we're going to do? Don't commit to anything, Fred, until we know for sure. All right, should we just say right now what time we're going to do it, Kevin? No, we shouldn't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's Friday, so we don't care. I don't care. It's Friday, whatever. So we're giving these tickets away, so stay with us. Now let's welcome on. Oh, this man has been steamed over that story with a Boston Celtics coach, our good friend Rob Parker. And Rob, good afternoon. What's happening, guys? How are you? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday, Rob Parker. Uh oh, Rodney, what? You got an attitude with me? No. <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Fred said you were steamed. Yeah, we, we, uh, there was some lively text exchanges happening yes. over the last few days. That's Private texts only. Yes. Yes. yes, exactly. But I'm not lying, yes. am I? No lies told. No, no, no lies were told on the text. Although, again, they were private, and we yes. cannot make them public. No, not at all. Not unless we want to end this radio show. If to, we want to do that, and our careers. <laughs> yes, that'd be fine. All right, Rob. What is your take on what happened? First of all, if Matt Barnes is taking down uh, Instagram posts and saying uh, he made a mistake and uh, he was, uh, it's worse than it really is. I, I, it's got to be terrible. I mean, wow. Wait, I missed that. Yeah, he took down a. He had he commented on everything yesterday, and actually had to take it down because somebody more in the know than him. Uh, he said, "I'm not sharing those details," but he proclaimed it's really bad. And you know what I'll say? It must be really bad because normally, and Rodney, you know this as a former player. 
if you have a star player or star coach or somebody who's big in the organization, you try to do whatever you can to help that guy to survive, right? If he's an important part of your team franchise. To send this guy away for a year, I don't think he'll ever coach the Boston Celtics again. I, don't I agree. Know why. I, I don't. I don't know how you come back from this after all that's been done. A year-long suspension, I'm assuming he can't go to practice, he can't talk to anybody. Rodney, how do you come back a year later? It doesn't even make sense. But because they couldn't save him, uh, and, and a year-long suspension is as severe as I've ever heard for a coach, I, I just I, it has to be bad. It has to be more than the surfacey part of some consensual affair. It might be multiple. It might be pressured other uh, people involved in this because he's the coach and and you're the subordinate. There's got to be more to this than than just one uh, affair that went on at work. You know, here, here's the way I see it. Uh, so they had an outside law firm investigate. There's something more to it, I agree, Rob. And I think in the reports I saw today, uh, he was trying to make contact or, or talk with her. Something happened. Recently? Yeah. After all this came out? It came out in June. Yeah. Because it's been a months-long months investigation, yeah, right? Right. right. Uh, and I guess in the process, he tried to reach out to her. Something. Something happened. And I think what they did is now it's they're liable for a hostile and toxic work environment. So I think what they did is they had a meeting and they said, all right. You mean the Celtics? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what they did is they protected themselves immediately and said, we're suspending you for a year. Now, I think they did that because they don't know what else to do yet. Because this would be uh, an arbitration. I think they suspend him for a year and then figure out if they can fire him for cause. For cause, right. Right. I I, I agree, and he's probably not going to get... Any money and and people need to understand that this has happened to a lot of people. This is not some, you know, like and you just said it, Fred. Whenever a boss is engaging in that kind of behavior with a, a subordinate, the and company becomes liable. She was the subordinate. Yeah, right. That, that's been already established, right? Yeah, she was somebody lower than in the organization than him. Yeah, but right. because there was an argument, there was someone making an argument that. That he's all over the place and out there, out front in the news, and the woman is not nowhere to be found. She Meaning probably that, doesn't want to be found. Right, but neither did he. He didn't want to be found. I mean, he didn't want his name blasted all over the place, too, either. Yeah, so. but, but by her not being out there, it could be as simple as, if she says anything, then she could sue the organization. Right. And um, If she says anything. Yeah, if, she's, if she comes out and says, yeah, he was harassing me. It's probably she's yeah. probably been told that you know. But where do they get the consensual and all that from? She had had to, they had to have talked to both sides to say to put it out there. That well, it because consensual. if it's not consensual, then you got some other you got other. Right, but I'm saying that they put it out there that it was consensual, so they had to have talked to her. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I she was. I'm sure she was. She probably lodged uh, some sort of uh, inquiry or something happened. I don't know. Did they get caught? At the job, do you know what I mean? Was there something like that? There's some details there that yeah. uh, we I'm just, just don't to, know. Or did it be? Was if it, it was consensual, um, it, did she file a complaint? That's where I guess I'm, I'm, I'm well, lost. On what, it. But here's how about this, Rodney? 
it was consensual. Perhaps it was consensual until it wasn't. Perhaps something was happening and going along, and then one of them wanted to stop it, and the other didn't. And it's that, now you're harassing me. That 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 could be part of it, Fred. And it, and just for, I I know um, people might not remember back in February, CNN's president Jeff Zucker resigned yeah. over a very similar. He had a consensual relationship with with a subordinate, one of his lieutenants. But underneath him, CNN has a policy that uh, you have to make that known if there's some sort of uh, relationship or something going on. He did not, and he was forced to resign immediately. Yeah, but he, he was, was running CNN. Yeah, but he was also forced to resign because they wanted him out anyway. Well, but I'm just saying, but that's... They had the grounds after, part he, of the story. Yeah, after yeah. he right. got caught with all, you know, all of that. Yeah, if you are dating somebody in a workplace, and, and I mentioned this yesterday, Rob, at NBC, for example, and they tell you this, um, if, you know... You are dating someone who is beneath you right. on the pecking order. You disclose that to somebody and say, look, we're involved in a relationship. If you tell them you're involved in a relationship, first they might go, what are you doing? But nonetheless, you've told them, so now you're clear if something goes sideways. Or they take that person. It happened at Fox News. I read a book on Fox News. Right. And a couple of the hosts uh, divorced their wives and married people that worked at Fox News. I'm talking about Fox Network News, not Channel 11. Right. Okay. And when they did that... Yeah, it's a movie bombshell. All right. When they disclosed that they were doing that, they were dating these people, HR took the person, if they were, say, producers on... Right. They they had to come off those shows. And they moved them. They moved them to different shows. They moved them to a different job. There's a conflict of interest there, and and that's it's not fair to the other, say, if, if guys and it's women, right? How is it other fair to them if if the producer is getting special treatment, assignments, and she's sleeping with the boss? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he's it's done a, as coach of the Celtics, yeah. period. It's it's a it's a bad story. The other one, I, uh, the Sarver case. Yeah. I, I, th- I think Adam Silver totally botched that thing and did not read the room to think the same exact situation from, from this standpoint. You're going to send him away for a year and think he's going to come back and, and, and people are going to embrace that guy or whatever. I, I, I thought he totally misread how the players were going to feel, how advertisers were going to feel towards that guy, and and that and he's doing the right thing by selling, but I think the commissioner swung and missed on that. See, what did you think he should have done? Yeah. I think after he already set the – he should have at least talked to LeBron, who I thought was – in, in, in his post saying that they got it wrong was was excellent and right on point. That after you set the – remember, when the players threatened not to play in the playoffs, they removed Donald Sterling in two seconds. And Donald Sterling was a longtime owner who you know, Fred and Rodney, had all kinds of discrimination suits and all kinds of bad stuff for a long time that nobody, David Stern never looked at. Nobody. Oh, they and, looked. But they never did anything about exactly. it. That's what but I they mean. They knew. But they knew. They knew. Right. It was yeah. in the paper. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, Everybody yeah. knew. And my point is, I don't know how Silver didn't talk to the players or talk to LeBron or Chris Paul or Devin Booker to get a sense on where, how were they feeling about this and whether or not they were going to say, I'm not playing when, I go to, when it's time to go to Phoenix or I got an issue with this or, or whatever it is. Because he went from, well, there's nothing really we can do 
to LeBron and Chris Paul coming out publicly to PayPal saying, you, we're not going to pay you anymore if he's going to be a part of the organization. And then all of a sudden, things change. See, I look at it a little differently, Rob. All right. I actually think Adam Silver and the NBA played it brilliantly. Yeah. Brilliantly. And here's why. Because maybe in the bylaws, he could not remove him. He couldn't take the franchise away. So he did what he could do. He fined him $10 million bucks and suspended him for a year. But they also did one other thing. They released the report. They made the report public. So a sponsor could read the report, the Players Association, the players could read the report. Everybody yep. could now read the report. Now, right. what I think happened is that Adam Silver, and I actually think it was a brilliant strategy, he just let everybody else do the dirty work. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't look at me. I agree. No, I disagree from this standpoint. Then Le- LeBron doesn't have to come out with that tweet talking about that the league got it wrong. I don't believe that that was set up by Adam Silver. No. I think it worked out that 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 LeBron didn't stay quiet. And if LeBron would have stayed quiet, I don't believe that Adam Maybe Silver would have done anything else. Oh, I don't believe that. I think, I think it would have been a slippery slope that at, at some point it was going to go this direction. It's not yeah, your right to own a it. team. You don't have a right. That's why people vote on it. That's why there's when you buy a team – but you know remove, you got to get you got to get approved to remove someone there's a lot of tricky language in there and yeah. that's why that's why um you know when the Donald Sterling was going out um even you know Mark Cuban had spoke about this it's a, it could be very tricky as to how you remove someone and how that language is interpreted I think so, Donald Sterling had a more solid ground than than Sarver yeah, because so, what I mean, he did, because, did not happen in the workplace. And it and it, yeah, he it was he didn't break the law. He didn't break the law either. What law did he break? Right? He didn't break the law. He had a private conversation taped by his side piece. That's what happened. I, I, Sarver had a workplace that no, was yeah, hostile. No, absolutely. But I think that I think to to Fred's point, I think they they knew, meaning Adam Silver and. And the league knew it was going to go this direction, mm-hmm. and they just they let it play out mm-hmm. from the way it played out. So it was like I, you know, we can't really do what we really want to do, right. but it's going to get done. Yeah, I agree it's with gonna you. It's going to get Rodney. done, and maybe it was it was some backroom conversations. Oh, I'm sure they with these guys. Hey, all right, go to work. Social media, go to work, or you know, sponsorships. What do you think about this? Oh, we're pulling. I, I would have oh, way more out. respect if Adam Silver had a press conference with LeBron and uh, Chris Paul and said, "This won't be tolerated in the NBA. This, this is not who we are. We're not going to have an owner who's going to have a hostile work environment for women and minorities. It's not going to happen." Okay, we got rid of Donald Sterling and his likes, and and Robert Sarver is not going to be an owner in this league. They just need seventy-five percent of the vote. Uh, by owners to remove somebody. That's what they need, and they had cause. That this was not a one-time incident. They had a, a laundry oh, list of eighteen yeah, years. Yeah, they did for sure, for sure. He, they they had grounds, and he could have gone to court or whatever, and and chewed up money and legal fees or whatever, or he could have gone away quietly and and reaped the benefits. What they pay four hundred million dollars yeah. for that? Yeah. Going to get a couple billion dollars. Yeah, but a guy like Sarver. And here's the thing, and it was Donald Sterling the same way, Rob. So much of their identity is tied into owning that team. Oh, no doubt. I get it. 
You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So, right. I mean, yeah, I would take $2 billion too. Thank you. I'll go away. But if that's who you are and you've become and that's your identity, that's still hard to walk away from. I just think the league was masterful by releasing that report. Hey, they had a report. Did they have to release it to people? No. But they did. But once people read that report, it the was game a was wrap. over. They, right. They, but they had to read. They had to release the report after ESPN broke the the original story. If they wouldn't have released it, they would have been under big time fire for why are you well, hiding? But that's what Fred's saying it that they knew this was going to play out the way it played yeah. out all along, and 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 they could sit back and watch it unfold. I think it was clumsy. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think about the NFL handling uh, Daniel Snyder then? If you think this was clumsy, same thing. They 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 got they got they're gonna eventually have to do something. Uh, What was his name? Uh, Richardson and uh, they made himself. Yeah, he was the first player to ever own a team. Made himself, and the same thing, Rodney. You're a former NFL player. The Brett Favre story. I mean, the lowest of low, right? Can we can we say that to take money from poor people in Mississippi? Yeah. Should he be invited knowingly, to the, knowingly. Like, Yes, and even the text tells it all. What's yeah. the text, Fred? He said something like, will the media find out? <laughs> and I'm yeah. getting this. Like, you're telling on yourself. Yeah. What should the league do, Rodney? Should he be invited to any NFL stuff? Should Is he have the radio show on Sirius or something? I mean, what what should be done in in, in the case of Brett Favre? They got to come down heavy and hard on him, I I believe. Um, because, again, like you said, it's the lowest of the low. And, and, and on top of that, this is, this is criminal activity, right? You've and already then, seen again, other people already plead and guilty. Then, and where's the charges on Brett Favre? Well, they're coming. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, they're coming. They have to. They're coming. They got so much evidence against them. They're definitely coming. The interesting part is, what are, yeah, to your point, what is the league going to do? And they're sitting back there, don't know what to do because he has been the darling all shucks. Yep. You know, everybody loves Brett Favre, quarterback. Um, and now they're going to be faced with a dilemma because the the whatever they do uh, legal-wise, court-wise, I don't know if any kind of bylaws can do anything to his standing with the league, that's going to be all the NFL and what they want to do. But I and guess how they're going to handle it. Yeah, I guess. But I guess you know. But that's the problem that they're going to face, and they got to deal with it right because there will be if it, if nothing is done, if they don't, you know, exclude him from any kind of NFL right paraphernalia activity, whatever, there will be a tremendous uproar. They will say, why does he get yeah. – remember he had that thing with the Jets where he's flashing oh, yeah. private parts. Yes. Nothing happened to him. Remember that? He settled with oh, yeah, the woman. of course. Of course. That, that went that away. Nobody talks about that anymore. Yeah, it went away. Uh, all right, Rob. What are we, two weeks now from your next appearance? Yes. Gonna, are you coming, Uh-oh. Fred? October 1st Uh-oh. in Santa Monica. I'm planning on it. Oh, Freddie went from I'm coming for sure to now I'm planning on it, Rob. He got other. Th- he got bigger fish oh, to fry. I'm, I'm small on the scale of uh, uh, the Fred Rogan uh, scale of life. No, I'll Freddy. be there. What? What? Freddy. I'll be there. Okay. Because you, you hemming and hard. I'm planning on it. No, no. Unless I'm planning on going, up. Rob. Yep. That was, I'm planning on it unless something comes up. 
Well, yeah, if something comes up, I'm not going. Right. But, uh, <laughs> like, like you got to go uh, pick up uh, dog litter or <laughs> yeah, you know, puppy litter, like, right? Uh, the priority list. Right. No, I'm going to be there, Rob. I'll be there for you. You know that. Okay. All right. I can't wait. Oh, good. And that being said, you got one or two for us? No, I don't have anything. My cupboard's bare. You, I want more? Fred, you don't put comedians on the spot. Just like Fred. you don't put singers on the spot and say, hey, sing me something real quick. Right. Hey, Diana Ross, can you... Uh, hey, Rob, you, you got know. one. Just one. You what? got one. What? Give me one. Fred. Come on. You got one. Fred, look at Fred shaking his head. You know, you I, give me what? Yeah, That's terrible, Fred. Just Fred, do it. just do it. No, I, I, I'm trying to think. I, the last week I gave you like four or five, so I don't want to repeat myself. I'm trying to think. I was. Hold on, just give me one second. All right, just good. Really, one second. Grab your right. notes. Where's that magic notebook you got by you? Grab That's your what notes. Fred wants to know. Keeps your eyes bed every night. Exactly. You know, I got to wake up sometimes and jot something down. I'm old. Yeah. You know how that goes, right, Fred? You know. I can't even remember where I live. Half right, the time. Fred. Exactly. No, Fred. Yeah, right. Fred knows. You know what? When we moved years ago, uh, I would leave NBC at night. And, and drive would, to your old house? And I go back to my old house. No. Yeah. I did that like two or three times. Shut up. Years ago. Years ago, I did. No, you did not. I swear to God. You we started lived, driving you and leave, you realized? You leave at like whatever, what, 11, do, uh, midnight, one thirty in the morning, no, whatever it was? Rodney, we'd move from Northridge to Calabasas, okay? All right? Northridge to Calabasas. And there were nights. It happened three times. I got in my car and just on autopilot and I'm driving. And I get down to the 118 freeway. And I think, what am I doing here on the 118? No, I live off the 101 now in Calabasas. I had to turn around and go all the way back. It happened wow. three times. Yeah. So I can understand how you forget things occasionally. No doubt. All right. <laughs> okay. So now you, you found something, Rob? Yeah, I think. Good. Okay, here we go. Oh, My boy. That's such a buildup. Here we go. I know. You put me on the spot. Oh, you're fine. Just do it. My goodness gracious. So good. <laughs> he wants comedy on demand. I know. I know. This is, ooh. Okay. I, Fred, that's not Fred, good. Fred, that's know. terrible. He's fine. Yeah. He can do it. Fred, you put me on a spot here. Let me see. It's like he's your gesture or something. Make me laugh. Go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Come in here. Jeez, Fred. All right, Fred. I can't do it tonight. Oh, you're out? Yeah. All right. All okay. Right. Sorry about that. Well, that's okay. I, did you go through your notes and you couldn't find any? Yeah, I just, I don't know what's happening in my notes. I did, I do jot down jokes as i go along so i thought i might be able to quickly get into one but i don't have it all right all next right. time i promise i'll have you one all right next time we got to start with a joke yes we will because that'll be a week <laughs> from it okay yeah. next week i'll have a couple i'm not going to give it all away i want you to be laughing as loud uh, will as there be any laugh. will there be any repeat jokes for this uh, performance on the first i don't think so Parker? i really don't think so no? i think i think there all might new, be a huh? couple of uh couple of golden girls but newer versions of the Golden Girls one. I know I have one uh, that I think I shouldn't put on the radio, so I just thought about it. I'll let that be because I think we want to want to stay on the air. We want to stay on the air, and I want to get to retirement. I just don't want to do that. But I do have a funny joke. I'll let you guys know later. Okay. All right. All right, Rob, well, thanks for coming on today yes. as always. Always a pleasure. Always. Yeah. Hey, Fred. No, Rob. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Come on. NBC, you later. All right. All right, don't forget, we still have Charger tickets to give away against the Jaguars. We'll do it this hour. That I'll say. We will give those tickets away this hour. We will? Yes. That much we can say. Okay. Within the next 30 minutes.
Let's within, do it. Within the next 30 minutes. Uh, and when we come back, the story that just keeps getting more convoluted. I have a solution. I have a solution today to UCLA going to the Big Ten. And, you know, no. the uh, UC Board of Regents doesn't want it to happen. No, they're going to try to be ugly with this, too. Uh, I've got a solution. You know what? It'll take three minutes to explain, and then we can put that to bed. We'll do okay. it next. It is your partner, Big Boy. Big Boy's Neighborhood, Real 92.3, and you're listening to a Hall of Famer, host, philanthropist. This is my big homie, man, Rodney big Pete, and the man who thinks that Post Malone is a reference to an NBA era after the mailman retired, Fred Rogan. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, let's keep it moving on a Friday, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan, and we don't care on Friday. No, we don't. No, we don't, Fred. Let's go, baby. All right, we still got those Charger tickets to give away, so hang tight. Uh, you know how something gets under your skin, you just can't let it go? It just bothers you? Yes. Just annoys you? Yes. You don't I get do. it? All right. So this this move to the Big Ten for USC and UCLA. Yesterday, yesterday the commissioner of the Pac-12 submitted a letter to the UC Board of Regents. Now remember, USC is a private school. They can do what they want. UCLA is a public school governed by the Board of Regents. So the commissioner of the Pac-12 submitted a letter to the regents talking about UCLA's move and if he thinks it's a good idea or not and what the negatives would be. Okay. So first of all, they're asking the guy who's about to lose one of its cornerstones, can you tell us the negative of UCLA leaving and how it impacts student-athletes? What do you think this guy's going to say? His whole conference is falling apart. Yes. But we're going to ask him to tell us why it's a bad idea for UCLA to move. Wait, who's asking him? The UC Board of Regents. Okay. Ask the commissioner of the Pac-12. Yeah. Hey, can you just give us some information here so we can make an informed decision ourselves? Help us out. Tell us why this is not a good idea. Well, number one on his list should be because it's destroying my conference. That should be number one on his list. Of course, he didn't put that because we know that's the truth. But he he says this. You know, we've done some uh, analysis. And the increased money they're going to make from the Big Ten is actually not really increased money because they're going to have to spend the money on travel. And here we figured it out for you. We know how much it'll cost if they have to charter more planes. We know how much it'll cost if they have to fly commercial. For all these teams... So the money they're going to make by leaving actually doesn't exist because it's going to cost them much more to travel. We've also done some research and realized that the mental health of the student athlete is not being taken into account. And this is going to be very taxing on them and very troubling. And it actually is going to do more harm than good. This coming from the man who's about to lose the school. These are the reasons why it's a bad idea. So thank you for asking me to submit a report, UC Board of Regents, who ultimately now is going to make a decision on this. Now, what I find fascinating is USC also agreed to go to the, the Big Ten. Yes, but we're not under the UC Board of Regents. That's so we fair. Don't care. Well, you don't care, but that's my point. So if this is going to cost more in travel and USC is not going to make a dime by moving to this bigger, better conference... They would know that as well. I'm sure they've run the numbers too. Uh, If it's going to be bad on 
their athletes' mental health. I'm sure they have taken that into consideration as well. So everything is fine at USC, but UCLA is now abusing their athletes and making no money on the deal. So says the man that's about to lose UCLA. And the Board of Regents... Uh, he's there. actually opened his mouth to say UCLA is not going to make any money on Correct. this deal? Correct. And I've he done... I've fixed done his research. mouth. He fixed his mouth to say that. He fixed his mouth. Yeah. The UCLA is not going to make any money no. on this no, move it's to good, the Big Ten. It costs them more to travel, so it's a wash. So why would you do that in the first place? Now, understand that the UC Board of Regents wants to hear that. Because ultimately, this is only about one thing. One. One thing only. The University of California. And if UCLA makes more for its athletic program, then Cal, according to the Board of Regents, should make more for their athletic program. So despite the fact, according to the Pac-12 commissioner, UCLA will not make any more money, the Board of Regents may attach a penalty to UCLA going and have to pay Cal some of it. But if they have to pay Cal some of the money that they're not going to make, then they're going to be in the hole. I got the answer to this. I figured it out. Uh-oh. I can make it simple, quick, and clean. Oh, Kevin, are you taping this? Yeah, you <laughs> yep. should. And then you can send this to the UC Board of Regents. Okay. Along with the Pac-12 Commissioner's Report. Okay, hold on. Let me get the popcorn ready. Tell me when you're ready. You ready? I am ready. Good. Here's how we're going to fix it. Make it real easy for everybody. UCLA is out. They'll just take Washington or Oregon. UCLA can remain in whatever the Pac-12, Big 12, whatever it becomes is. They can sit here. They can then be considered not a Power 5 school. They can sit here and be like the Mid-American Conference in their little conference and have a nice time. And they can keep their ball and they can keep their bat and they can all play with each other. Just take them out. Pull them out because I'll tell you something. And maybe the folks from UCLA don't want to hear it or the Board of Regents, but really the only school that the Big Ten needs for their media rights deal from Los Angeles is USC. That's the one that's going to drive traffic. That's the one people are going to turn on their TV to see. It's the truth. So if this is such a problem, why don't we make it clean? Make it easy. They're out. There you go, Board of Regents. Now you got what you wanted. There you go. Now let's see what happens to UCLA when they go out to recruit players. Let's see what happens. Let's see if their athletic program is uh, program is profitable and they've been working at a deficit. Let's see how that works out for you. But then they can have all kinds of intramural contests with Cal and everybody will be happy. And they'll get to go to Pullman, Washington. That'll be great because everybody wants to go there to Pullman, Washington. Yes. You want to spend some time in the dirty tea, go to Tucson. With all due respect. How dare you. With all due respect. Make it simple, make it clean, end it right now. End it. Say no, let them go get Oregon or Washington. Because I can assure you, either one of those schools would love the opportunity to go to the Big Ten. Either one of those schools would jump on it in a heartbeat. Make more money for the athletic department. More of a national profile. Their games will mean more on TV. Just let them go. Just finish it. 
Why are we even debating this? Because you certainly wouldn't be hurting the student athletes at UCLA by doing that, would you? You would be taking into consideration their mental health and the amount of travel they would have to do. Just eliminate it. There's no reason for them to have to endure that, to play on the national stage as an athlete, and as you talk out of both sides of your mouth, acknowledge that the majority of those kids on that stage are not student athletes, they're athlete students. And they're there to play on that stage. Just take it out. Fix it. Turn UCLA into New Mexico State. <laughs> Athletically. That would be the answer, wouldn't it? Because that's what it would head to, is what you're saying. That's exactly what would happen. Now, you know what? You're the University of New Mexico. So your contest against the Lobos won't take as long to get to. There you go. We, we fixed the whole thing. Pull out. See what happens to your beloved UCLA. Pull out. Call it. End it right now. No more discussions. Cal's not getting another penny. As a matter of fact. You're yeah, you're staying now, right? So yep. Cal doesn't Cal get it get, anymore. Cal gets what yeah. UCLA gets. Yeah. And in the process of doing that, we'll just get rid of about five or six teams at UCLA, some of the athletic programs that we can't pay for now. Right. We'll just take care of that. The student-athletes, how will their mental health be? You have no more team to play on, sorry. But you get that great UCLA education. Do that. Make it easy. Why are we even debating this? I mean, this is one of the most absurd things I've seen in a long time. I can tell. This little power play. Who has the power, though, in this, Brett? Do you see border regions? Yeah. They really do. And what they should have done is congratulated the chancellor at UCLA, shook Martin Jarman's hand, and said, way to go, guys. You just increased the profile of one of our schools 150%. Way to go. That's the way to do it. And by the way, even though we already charge too much tuition, by what you've done, we can even charge more. Way to go. That a way to look out for your school and the state. Nope. No. That's not a good plan, apparently. So, finish it. Does that make sense, Rodney? No. <laughs> it really doesn't? No, it does. It does, but it's such a... First of all, it's a no-brainer and for USC and UCLA um, to do this. It's just, I mean, I, I don't think they could have said yes fast enough when this opportunity presented itself. Who wouldn't right? say yes? Everyone has said yes. <laughs> yes. To you know what? Yeah. Oklahoma, hi, we're the SEC. <laughs> yeah. We want to pay you more. You're going to play in our conference. Do you want to do it? University of Oklahoma. University of Texas. Yeah. Do you want to do it? Isn't Texas a state school? I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, I, right. I think it is. Yeah, because there's yeah. a requirement there that yeah. so, so many kids in the top 10% academically each year are admitted to Texas. And that's yeah. why it's so tough to get in there. Well, why didn't the Texas Board of Regents go? Well, this is just wrong. What are we going to do about UT San Antonio? This is unfair for you, University of Texas, to go to the SEC. Yes, UTEP, Texas El Paso. What about Come UTEP? On. What are we going to do? It, this is absurd. 
The yeah. only place where anyone has a problem with it is here. Fix it. Fix it right now. Tell them no. And see how that goes. Uh, that'd be so ugly, Fred. Okay. That would be so... Uh... When the image of the school... Oh. When, when, they, when some of the perception of the image of the school is lost. When all of a sudden maybe you don't have 100,000 people. And maybe you would. Maybe you would. Trying to get in there. I don't know. But when that happens, now what are you going to do? This is really short-sighted. Very small-minded thinking. It is. It's short-sighted. It's why things get screwed up in life. When you let people, let their ego get involved. Or have other influences that affect your decision. You end up with this. I'd call it right now. I, I would. <laughs> You'd call if you were who? Border regents. End it. Just just say no, you can't go. Can't go. Or you know what? The chancellor the at UCLA. Hey, we made a decision. They're making it hard on us. By the way, we're a state school, so we got to generate revenue too. We're staying. There you go. Everybody happy now? Are we good? We fixed it. By the way, I'm resigning, and so is Martin Jarman. And the minute yeah. Mick Cronin can get out of here, he's going too. Yeah. And and like you said, half of the uh half of the athletic programs are gonna be cut, so they're gonna be gone too. They're out. But this is good. At least we don't have to fly to Champaign, Illinois. This is a good thing. And when we cut the programs because we don't have the money, it's a better thing. Because there'll be more time to study. Cause that's why those kids are really there, playing division one college athletics. Right. We'll just do that. Now we fixed it. Now we made everybody happy. Just come to me because I have the answers. Also on the topic of uh, college athletics, did you see the line at the USC game against Oregon State? Have you seen no, the, line the line and the what's money? The a, lot of, uh, a lot of people betting on Oregon State now. There's a reason. There's a lot of movement towards that. We'll get to that. All right, who's going to see the Chargers and Jaguars? 866-987-2570. What caller number you want, Rodney? Number six. Let's go. Ball's on the way. It is up. It is good! Three straight wins for the UCLA Bruins. The Sun Belt surprise dies. Three straight losses for the Colorado Buffaloes. UCLA heads to Colorado to open the Pac-12 schedule tomorrow. Bruins pregame at 8.30, kickoff at 11. Hear every moment of the action on the home of the UCLA Bruins. AM 570 LA Sports. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much, yes. Speaking of which, traffic. Hey, it's your girl Nina Chantel. You're listening to my homies, Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM 570 LA Sports. Your home of the Dodgers. Right on. Thank you, Nina Chantel. It's Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. On a Friday, Freddy is feisty, Freddy, boy. Ooh, I'm just getting him in a room. But did it make sense? Yes, it did. 100%, Fred. You know, in the break, I was using the analogy to Kevin and Ronnie. Let's say there's a guy that's coaching junior college basketball, okay? Mm-hmm. He's, the college at, he's the coach at Pierce College. He's a JC coach. Okay. But I'll tell you what, this guy's really good. And this guy is somebody that can really make a difference. The Philadelphia 76ers call and say, Doc Rivers is retiring. We want you to be our coach. 
and the guy goes to Pierce College and says, hey, I got a chance to coach the Philadelphia 76ers. They go, no, mm-mm. you're the coach at Pierce College. You can't leave. It's that kind of idiotic thinking. <laughs> no, sorry. You know the importance of what you do here, don't you? You you get that, right? You you can't go. <laughs> you know, if you see it. All right, I'm just going to wrap this up real fast. If UCLA really wants to take this approach, the thing to do is become Caltech. Now, Caltech, and we play them uh, in the Skyac tournament. Chapman plays them. Yes. It's a great school. Those kids are so smart, it is insane. I mean, they may be the smartest kids in the country. And it costs a lot of money to go to school there. And there was a period of time that their teams were so bad because the kids were so smart, they forced them to compete because they just didn't want them to sit in a classroom all day and study. They didn't think they were well-rounded enough. So Caltech's teams would go out there and get annihilated in every sport because you had a bunch of kids that knew nothing about sports. Okay, as things evolved and time changed, now they do have athletes there, and their basketball program is terrific, and their coach is top-notch, and they have a great program, they're very competitive, and their kids are really smart. If UCLA decides, if the Board of Regents decides, we don't want UCLA to go to the Big Ten, just become Caltech. Just drop down to Division Three. We'd welcome you. The Chapman Panthers would welcome you. Come on down. <laughs> Got a nice football stadium there, good team, good basketball facilities, great baseball team. Caltech. Just come on down. Become Caltech. And then you never have to worry about it. Like ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of money being spent on USC and Oregon State. Uh, the battle in Corvallis. Go Beavs. Haley Rogan, proud graduate, Oregon State University. Game will Go be Beef. Reezer Stadium. Uh, a ton of money is being spent on Oregon State. Here's why. Sunday, Caesar Sportsbook opened. UC- USC was a 13.5-point favorite over Oregon State. Yep. And people went, well, okay, I'm going to put a lot of money on the Beavs. Beavs have a, a pretty good team. Yeah, they're not bad. Beavs I mean, could especially at home, they've given yeah. us trouble, too, up yeah. there. A tough place to play, Rodney. Yeah. Okay, you know that. I do. All right. I do. 13 and a half points. And people went, give me that. Give me those Beavs. Give me that money. I'm in. And they went crazy. Uh, the problem was, <laughs> minutes later, <laughs> minutes later, it changed to five points. <laughs> <laughs> People went nuts. They ran to the bookie. Yeah. Uh, Caesars. Caesars said, you know what? We we had a high opinion on USC when we started. So we put out a number to kind of attract Oregon State money. I think there's more money being spent on Oregon State so far this yeah. week than NFL games. <laughs> that I, I heard. I heard. It was crazy the amount of people that ran to go put money on Oregon State. I mean, they start, and then that's where you start hearing, like, why am I hearing all this noise about the USC-Oregon State game? And then, you know, they, they're running back history, the rivalry, and all that kind of thing. They didn't call it rivalry, but they were, and might as well, because the way they were talking about it, it was like, oh, my God, this is the biggest game in the nation. Right. And it's because of the money line. Yeah, the money line. Tell you what, at 13 and a half, I'd take the beefs, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a couple of bucks on Oregon State. They got a real competitive team. I think USC wins. They do. They do. 13 they really and a do. half. At home. Yeah. Up there. You don't know what it's going to do up there. No, I like that line, though. 